If your name were Glycerine, what would your nickname be? Glissy. Glissy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Glissy, get out of here. Butterscotch shenanigans. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 80 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast of Butterscotch shenanigans. I'm Seth, and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam, and I'm a YouTuber. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam, and I, I make art. Actually, I'm kind of reeling from this YouTuber. <laughs> I haven't made thing. art for a long while. I've ma- no, okay. I've made yeah, at YouTuber. least two YouTube videos, which I'm pretty sure makes. Well, it only need you only need one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you YouTube. Right, it's so like being a, a novelist. Now. You just have to have started writing at least one novel. <laughs> yeah, and now you're a novelist. Mm. Yeah. Oh, also. Today's January 3rd, 2017, and we're going to swear on this podcast, so get out of here if you don't like it. You scamp. Yeah. Uh, I'd squeeze that in there under the wire before before this conversation flew off the rails. Yeah, I almost did. Oh, also, while we're talking about podcasts and profanity and stuff, uh, we have a a little thing up that you can go tell us why you listen to this podcast. It's called a survey, Adam. That's right. It's at (laughs) podcast.bscotch.net. That's where we find out how far away... The questions are from us. Yeah, and what right? angular yeah. degrees? And degrees. <laughs> yeah, so it's a survey. If you could help us measure, we're doing, we're doing a podcast survey to kind of <laughs> check out the landscape of the podcast. You know, if someone community. doesn't know, if someone doesn't know that that's what that word also means, this is gonna be real confusing. If there's anybody who listens to this podcast and isn't confused at high frequency, good. Yeah, I think what about low frequencies? Let's get into it. Okay. Seth. So it's a new year. No. It's 20, 2017. 2016 ended finally. We, also, we did every, everybody died in 2016. Everybody. Mm-hmm. They, Who else died? Nobody didn't, left. Uh, Princess Leia died? She did. I was on a boat. Didn't know Sam happened. didn't know what happened. And then he comes back to the U.S. and he's like, hey, we're all like, nope. She's no. gone. Nothing good has happened. <laughs> um, yeah. Fortunately, though, since everybody already died last year. We're out. We're out No people. one's going to die this yeah, year. Yeah, we're good. It's Perfect. Perfect. Um, and Sam, you want to cruise? Yeah. You want to talk about that? You want to tell, tell people? Well, so here's the Tell us, plebs, what it's like to go yes, cruise on the ocean. <laughs> Peasants. Uh, so went with, uh, with the, the wife's family. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And, they got some uh, weird breaks in there. And uh, <laughs> so we had, so I want to tell the story because we had, last time we went on a cruise with her family a couple years ago, it was actually um, right before I got re-diagnosed. So there's there's a lot of anxiety going into the first night in the hotel before the cruise ship because that was the that was the place in which I found a lump last time I went on a cruise right because you yeah because you went into the cruise the last time and then while you were on the cruise felt the lump it was the in day the before we started the cruise yeah yeah so there's that moment of sort of like oh deja fuck. vu and yep. then. Then you go, I'm, I'm going to try to relax now and have a good time on the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. So that didn't no. happen this time. So that's good. That's a, that was a great start. Breaking and I was tradition. Like, Nothing bad could happen because I'm good. This is good. And um, then Carrie Fisher died. And then Carrie Fisher died. Something bad had to happen. You were but going on a cruise. The important thing from the entire cruise is that Diane and I won. And what I mean by that is- Won the uh, cruise. We won the cruise. There was a newlywed game show on the cruise. And Diane and I are very intense people. And so we had seen this last time we went. They do this every single time. There's one of these events uh, every week. And we said to ourselves, when we get married, we're going to come back and we're going to win this show. <laughs> so we, before we get on the cruise ship, we look up and review 150 questions <laughs> that normally get asked in newlywed games. Okay. So the assumption is that every newlywed game just 
also Googles the list of the top questions. Probably. Now, I mean, I watch a lot of TV. I know about the newlywed game, but maybe you should explain what it is for the for the re- for the people who don't know. Yeah. For so, example, I don't know. So the yeah, idea I've never is, seen or heard of. The idea is that you game. you choose somewhere between two and four couples usually, and put so them three. up on stage. Three's good. <laughs> <laughs> there were three in this circumstance. Yes, uh, put them up on stage, and then a uh, sort of you know the game director asks or makes the women all leave and then asks the men a series of questions. Then the women come back and have to answer the same questions. And if you guys are matching, then you get a point. And then much shenanigans ensue. Yes. Much shenanigans ensue because of the fact that people don't communicate very well, usually. And, and probably lots of sexism ensues. Tons of it. Yep. So that was that was the one of the more weird things about the cruise is that Every joke that comedians made on, on the ship and just like the general sort of milieu about marriage was like, oh man, it sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> just every time. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing, you guys? This is great. So so anyway, so Diane and I prep for well, yeah. probably 30 minutes the night before. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, we have no idea when yeah. this is going to happen. We just know it's going to happen. So uh, so we go up and the thing is, this, this is one of the most widely attended events on the cruise. So there's literally like 2,000 people in various places watching. Did you thing. plug the podcast while you were? Up no, there? no, no, oh, no. I didn't, didn't say a word. Um, but so we go in there and, uh, and they, there was a newlywed couple who just got married like two days before the cruise. So we didn't get, we didn't just get in. Um, they took them as the, as the earliest couple. And then they took this old couple who had been married for 61 years. So by what definition were they newlyweds? As in they'd been married for like two years or be two, sorry, two days before the cruise ship. They were the most newlywed people. The right? old, the 61? No, 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 the young people. Oh. No, no, no. My question was the old people. They always just use them it's as the a newlywed. It's, yeah. uh, it's a benchmark. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like, here's how much you should know. About and it somebody. usually provides okay. some good comic relief because they just don't give a fuck at that point. Yeah. <laughs> and more like the woman literally fell asleep like during the show. The guy was just talking about other stuff and would forget the questions all the time. <laughs> it was hysterical. Uh, but Diane and I had to try out. We had to audition to get the middle spot, um, which involved us competing with, I think, eight other couples in a brief performance. Um, and we ended up crushing it. We nice. got we got into the competition. And I think probably, you know, because we I actually- I think you said you ended up with your shirt off during I did. that trial. I did take off but my I, shirt. I, I'm not sure if there, I've ever seen an occasion where you didn't end up with your shirt off. That's yeah, true. I can do it right now. This is one of the times where it paid off. Didn't though. someone in the survey <laughs> request- Sam currently doesn't have a shirt on. Someone requested yeah. more nudity in the podcast survey, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Which you it's can find to, at podcast. It's hard to convey, <laughs> but if you listen closely, you can hear it. You can hear the fleshy bits. <laughs> So long and short of it, uh, Cruise is great, and we won the Newlywed Show. Yeah. Yeah. Way That's to rep. That's all I got. Way to rep whatever it was you were repping. Yeah. It was good. Cruises are weird because you're just trapped on a boat, but but they're they're good if you're if you're able to accept that constraint, you know. It's a city. It's a boat it. city. It's yeah, a boat though, city. That your whole city could sink at any moment. It's a little freaky. And, of course, everybody gets food poisoning because it's just part of the cruise yeah. experience. <laughs> That's what it's so. about. Okay, well that's good. And good Adam time. and I just kind of we just hung out and did, just did some work, did family stuff. We worked yeah. on stuff, jammed on some stuff, stuff. So let's talk about uh, before we came into podcast room. You had a little so, bit of a mishap. You started to tell us a story, and we made you stop so right, you could hear so, it on the podcast. So I was telling the story to these guys. I was like, I got to tell you the story now because I don't think I should tell it on the podcast. You have to. Now. I started telling it, and then they were like, No, you have to tell us on the podcast. <laughs> So here's what happened. Well, actually, I wanna, first I want to preface this with what happened from the outside, which is Sam and I were hanging out, getting ready to do the podcast, and then Seth went to the bathroom, closed the door, and then we just hear him giggling. In there. <laughs> 
like, what the fuck? <laughs> so what happened was, what happened yeah. was. What happened, Seth? So you know there's those trash cans that you like, that uh-huh. little thing on you, step on them and the lid flips yeah, open. Yeah, the convenient right? foot pedal. Yeah. Uh, so we have one of those in the bathroom down here. And so I go in there. I got I got to take a whiz. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go in the bathroom and the lid <laughs> is down, you know, for for sanitary reasons. It's well, clean. It's clean. Wait, the trash can lid or the toilet lid? Both. both of them. Okay. Both lids are down. Okay. Okay. So, and I'm sitting there, I'm prepping, <laughs> I'm prepping to go to whiz town. Okay. okay? And, uh, I look over the trash can. I'm like, Oh, do I need to change the, the trash bag in there? I got to see how full this thing is. <laughs> so I step on the step on the pedal, so the by foot pre- pedal. By prepping to whiz town, you mean like, I'm standing over the toilet. I'm ready to go. Guns but out. I haven't, I haven't opened the toilet. <laughs> ready to yet. fire. Okay. Yeah. So, so then I look over, I get distracted. I look over at the trash can. I'm like, I should, uh, should check out this trash can situation. I hit the foot pedal. The lid pops open. And then all of a sudden, my, all of a sudden in my mind, I'm like, okay, it's time to pee now. <laughs> so, and then I had to, I had to catch myself and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was the wrong. Toilets lid. don't have foot pedals. But just because I, t- I stepped on a thing that opened a lid, my brain was like, lid open. Let's do this. So I had to intervene and keep it, keep it from becoming a disaster. Uh, but, but you did intervene before the disaster? I, t- I caught it. We're all good. Everything is uh, squeaky incredible. clean. Nice work. No, no incident. <laughs> but man, that was a close one. It's like, it's like uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> never mind. Anyways. <laughs> I was just saying, you know. You know Brains are weird. It's uh it's good to know that that we're all just humans at the end of the day. Yeah. That's right. I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're at a stoplight that's clearly red, but then the light like the light in front of you turns green, <laughs> and your brain is like green. Like, and time to go now. Yep. The light turned green. No, you look at the wrong light. Mm-hmm. It's wrong light situation. Yeah, so I yeah. Uh, I almost put toothpaste in my contacts because <laughs> 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 I was like I pulled out my contacts, opened them, and then just grabbed the nearest tube. tube. Thing. <laughs> It was like, oh. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah, it's those automatic behaviors that kick in at the wrong, you hit the wrong trigger and then boom, it's done. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we wanted to do a quick recap oh, of shit. 2016 of what happened in 2016. What did happen? All right. Well, so as we already discussed, everybody died. Yeah. Everybody died. And then we have some statistics about our studio. Yep. Okay. So let's hit those. Oh, yeah. What you got? Um, so as of the end of 2016... B-Scotch ID has 330,000 people in it. Hey. That's 33 Grinnells. Yep. That's how we measure our success. Yeah. By our hometown size. Um, We're pretty confident that only half of those are pirates. Probably 12 people total are valid. Yeah. Um, (laughs) At least one person in there, which might be me, has actually bought Crash Land. Um, We're not confident on even that number. Yeah. Uh, I may also have stolen it. We don't trust Adam fully. Because he's the one telling us the piracy numbers. And Mm -hmm. who knows? I could be inflating them, deflating them, just regular just, flating. Just flating them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also know that of those people in B-Scotch ID, okay. and bear in mind, we put B-Scotch ID uh, into our older games much later after they were launched. Uh, so like Quadrupus Rampage, for example, was out for a year and a half before B-Scotch ID. Yeah, went most it. of the people who have ever played Quadrupus Rampage played it before B-Scotch ID existed. Yeah. So these numbers are going to be a little bit off for the older games, but... Uh, of the players in Beastcatch ID, Tile Fight 2 and Flop Rocket have six years of playtime across all their players in Beastcatch yeah, ID. It's pretty good. It's a little uh, bit. Not bad. Like a... Rampage has 18 years mm, that's a, of that's a full-grown adult. Full yeah. person. 
Uh, and yep, that can be drafted now. Mm-hmm. The Quantumus Rampage can yep. send it right to can vote and buy lottery yeah. tickets. Also smoke and smoke. Uh, and shoot people. And Crashlands <laughs> has 454 years Whoa. of human playtime. It's <laughs> pretty good. Is about almost 4 million hours. That's gross. Yeah. So we, what could a person do with that much time? <laughs> be alive <laughs> like single, eight times. You can only yeah. be alive for like a sixth of it. We've absorbed, yeah, we've absorbed like eight whole people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just out of the world. Yeah. Eight humans' lifetimes worth no of time. exist. I told you, this is how we feed. We feed. <laughs> <laughs> we feed on your leisure time. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And then uh, also that's in crazy. the middle of next, or in, so at the beginning of last year, at the time we launched uh, Crashlands, we had about $800 in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the launch of Crashlands, we were able to uh, back pay ourselves for the development, which was cool. And then also expand the studio and bring some new people in. So we've been learning a whole bunch about what does it mean to be an actual company instead of just a, a few weirdos making stuff that nobody cares about. Uh, so that's been, I mean, we're still that though. We're still, <laughs> we're, we're still digging out of that hole. We can be it's both. Got some I steep, think. It's got some steep edges. Um, and we have finally landed on uh, what I guess could be considered a mission statement, which, hey, like which is a years. thing that I guess businesses have. And now that we're, <laughs> now that we're one of those, yep. um, we've got one. Now that we have to actually pay taxes. Yeah, now you have to declare a mission statement because the government's statement. like, wait, what are you d- even doing? Like, we're not going to take your tech. Oh, we shouldn't have declared uh, the mission statement. <laughs> uh, loophole. A little known loophole. If nobody knows what you're doing, they can't stop you. <laughs> so our mission statement is uh, that we just, our, our, our big vision, our big goal is to be the uh, de facto cross-platform studio, mm-hmm. meaning all the games that we make, we want to be playable by anyone. So we want to hit all the platforms that uh, that anybody who plays games would have at least one of these things. So that means we're going to, you know, strive for accessibility much more so than we used to and uh, large diversity in, in game mechanics. We still want to focus on storytelling and all that stuff. But but the big goal is to just make our games as available as possible to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's that's sort of our up through 2016. So what's going to happen next year? Yeah, well, this past year was also all about learning how to run a business and supporting Crashlands post-launch. Oh, yeah, we've never done that before. Yeah. Launched a game and then yeah. done something with it. doing stuff with it. Well, we hadn't had a game that people cared about that was worth mm-hmm. yeah. supporting. So then we did that, and it turns out that sucks. Yeah. yeah kind of honest, interesting. Even though, and we talked about this a little bit, even though 2016 was our most successful year on paper, mm-hmm. you were like, these guys were super dirt poor. And every year preceding this one, now they're fine. Uh, I think all of us probably had less good of a time. Yeah, well, we we weren't. Uh, yep. We were learning a lot of really important lessons that unfortunately were, you know, not super like thrilling to learn. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, maintaining games isn't super. Yeah, I mean, instead of fun. instead of building a new game and launching it and having all the cool stuff that comes with that, you know, like spending 300 hours just making a character move on the screen using a controller instead of a mouse. It's just not that awesome, it mm-hmm. turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, or going to like six different conventions in a two-month time span to demo your game a whole bunch, only to learn um, by the time you do the third convention that they don't matter but still have already booked everything for three more. Yep. Uh, that's a thing mm-hmm. that we did. <laughs> yeah. So, so we learned many lessons, but the, the beauty of it is that 
now we can take all those learned lessons and go into this next year with the explicit goal of just making games. Mm-hmm. Let everything yeah. else fall to the side. Ignore it. Any responsibility we thought we had, we no longer have. We're mm-hmm. just washing our hands of it. Yep. We're having one of those, what do you call it? A jubilee of responsibilities. Yes. What's, what's that? That's that like biblical That's thing? That's when debt is all, all debts are all forgiven. All debts are forgiven. A jubilee? Yeah. A jubilee. A jubilee is a debt forgiving device? Yeah. yeah. It's when the government says, hey, all debts are wiped clean. And all the lenders are like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I shouldn't have given anybody money. <laughs> yeah. So that's our focus for the next year. We're going to be reprioritizing everything to get all of our focus onto the question, what allows us to make more games bigger, better, and faster? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is, if if a thing gets onto our plate and it doesn't help that goal, we're not going to do it. Yep. That's it. We're done. Yep. We're done messing around. Um, what else are we doing in 2017? That's it. Hopefully, That's it. Hopefully literally. <laughs> Hopefully, literally. <laughs> nothing else. We are going to GDC, which is actually coming up. Yeah, we're we doing that. Um, I'll be giving two talks there. Yep. So I think we talked about our, our GDC talk strategy a little bit at some point, didn't we, as far as? That we submitted 10 talks <laughs> and then two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like, we're going to get some in. So we shotgunned it. Yep. Um, and then we accidentally got and two we of put, them in. Yeah, most of them we put, we just randomly chose from the three of us what name would go on it. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up that the two we got are Sam's. So now right. Sam has to give two I talks. Give two talks to GDC. <laughs> and then we tried to reassign one of them after they accepted it over to me. Yeah, they were like, and they were nah. like, no, it's yeah. got to be the... It's got to be the person who yep. was submitted with. So Sam now has to prepare two GDC talks. So my February is going to be a little. It's going to be a little rough. Oh, and then Seth and I are also doing this weird thing called pow- power leveling, I want to say, run by Glitch.mn, yes. mm-hmm. which is a cool nonprofit group that's all about uh, bringing people into the game dev industry. Um, and so the idea is that we're going to be at GDC. They're going to send, uh, I think, three people in every group um, with every mentor uh, to learn about GDC and get prepped beforehand and also do some interesting stuff while they're there. Uh, so if you would like to go to GDC and want to try to vie for one of these free passes as well as uh, mentorship from somebody, I think they have six different groups, uh, we should go scope that up. It's like glitch. Are we two of the six groups? We are two of the six groups. Hey. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they call us guild leaders. Yeah, you get to choose your guild mates, right? But I will say, yep. we, Adam and I, we go, th- we'll be going through the, the applicants and we got, we'll pick people. Yeah. So make sure you're awesome. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going to get in there. And also, yeah, so. <laughs> Seth and I specifically are going to have our applicants battle to the death. Yeah. At yeah. GDC, though. So you'll still get to get there. You'll, you get to go. And then if, and then if you survive, and that's all you'll get to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You get to go, and then you get to go down. <laughs> All right, let's get to some questions. All right. Okay. So, Dugeki. Dugeki's just- Oh, yeah. What are these, the, these questions, questions, though? They come from podcast.bscotch.net. Sorry, it's like 6 p.m. Yeah. I'm a little out of it. <laughs> so, Normally, we record this at 3 a.m., so yeah. it's- it's, it's, it's like Super a time, sh- time zone shift. But yeah, so, if you go to podcast.bscotch.net, you can ask us a question. Uh, that's it. You should do that. Just do it. Do it. Okay. Dugeki asks- for three weeks, I've been binge listened to the podcast from one to seventy eight, which means seventy eight hours. Over how much time? Three weeks. Seventy eight. It's like hours. a part time gig. That's it done. Yep. Yeah. It was entertaining, educational, and encouraging. Good. Since then, I found myself speaking like you, bros, using intonations, inflections, and similar speech patterns. Should I seek medical help? No. You should take it to the next level by watching Olin Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Because he actually has a, a, some of the same kinds of inflections that we have, but, mm-hmm. but more much so. more exaggerated. 
Yeah. So if you, you I mean, double down, you're going down the track. It's, you just might as well it. just keep going. Well, I think there's this interesting thing in, in psychology, which is uh, one of the basic fundamental pieces of humans relating to one another is a form of mimicry. So, and you'll notice this, you should notice it when you're talking to a friend or even like a stranger as they're sort of warming up to you. Um, oftentimes you'll start seeing your body language sync with the other person or vice versa. Um, and you can do it as sort of, uh, once you become aware of it, you can use it as sort of a, almost like a cheap sort of mind control, mind control where you can, people will trust you more if your body language and reflects behaviors theirs. Are, reflect theirs. Yeah. Right. Does it people, to be a mirror reflection? Yes. yes so it has like, to be the opposite. So, you know, so like yeah, their like, right arm moves and your right arm moves. Yeah, otherwise really. it doesn't, it doesn't yes, work. Within like a half a second. Otherwise. So you need to start having start them miming. think they're looking in a mirror. Yeah. We're not, we're not talking just v- vague behavior mimicries. We're talking direct one-to-one yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. zero MS lag <laughs> mimicry. Right. And so then they'll say, start saying things like stop copying me. Stop copying but then you'll me. say it at the same time and that will endear them. And you. then they'll start to think, wait, am I me or is that person me? Are we what all? If, what if I'm the cop? And then they'll give you all their money. Yeah. Yep. So it's a classic scam. <laughs> so be careful, uh, but don't fall for it. So there's, there's that, there's that, uh, Saying what mimicry is, mimicry is a serious form of something flattery, whatever the, whatever the hell you understand. But the point is that I think only assholes end up actually saying that, though, in defense of being an asshole. Well, you mean when they, when they mock mimic. people by mimicking their voice yeah. or something? Maybe, you know, maybe that's true. I don't think I've ever heard someone <laughs> be like, Yeah, I mean, I love you. Mimicry is the sincerest. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always it's when someone's being a dick. Yeah. Yep. And they're like, well, I mean, come on. Yes. Yeah, so I was just so adopting your weird ass speech pattern in the moment. <laughs> heighten how much I love you. No. So the, the, the point is that uh, a lot of people, when they, when they get a group of friends or when they get uh, like a new person comes to the group, and you might find yourself doing this on occasion in a way that you feel like might be a little bit uh, like slipping you into some sort of, you know, bigoted territory where if you meet someone who, for example, is like a fresh immigrant, and they have an accent. If you hang out with them for a while, there's a good chance that you will accidentally say something to them using whatever their sort of general intonation is in English. Mm. You will accidentally adopt their accent a lot of times, just sort of like briefly. And then all of a sudden you'll be mortified. And then you're like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the, the weird thing about it is it's it's a really a fundamental way of people just relating to one another is just becoming, literally to become similar to one another. Yeah. Um, but this brings up a bigger, I think a, a more interesting question mm. Which is everything that you do is some form of mimicry. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Well, for example, you, the way, not just the way that you speak, but the words that you use, the language that you speak, you are fabricated by other humans. It's fabricated by other people and you're imitating it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you took your exact cell, let's say you get branched to the universe when you were born, right? One branch stayed maybe in Iowa or something. And another one went to Thailand, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if those two people then grew up over there and then met, they'd be very different people. Yeah. Very, It'd be really hard people. to do a get merge. Yeah. You, you, you couldn't merge it. It would be hard to merge it back. Yeah. Um, completely different worldviews, opinions, life mm-hmm. experiences, uh, behaviors, ideas, because everything that you are is a, there is no such thing as you. You're just an amalgamation of a whole bunch of crap that got thrown into a and bucket. If, and that bucket just kind of traveled around the world and people just dump stuff into it. And so that's if, what 70, you if 78 of your previous You're a bit three bucket. weeks of life, 78 hours of your previous three weeks worth of life have been butterscotch, then are we not some portion of you? Yes. This is us. Yeah. This podcast is us cloning ourselves <laughs> into your bucket, into your body bucket. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a radio show. 
It's a biology experiment. <laughs> All right, next question comes from BAM182. <laughs> Wait a second. Bam. What's it again? BAM182. <laughs> BAM182. Bam. <laughs> he, she says, I'm probably sitting in traffic as you're answering this question. What can I do to not go insane? What's your favorite thing to do to pass time in traffic? I know Adam has to drive quite a bit every day to get here. Yeah, I just listen to podcasts. This is the Which ones? Solution. Got any recommendations? Ooh, yeah. So there's this one called Coffee with Butterscotch. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then my Bim Bam, my brother, my brother, and me, uh, which we also, also take some also inspiration three from. Brothers. Yep, uh, they are far more successful as a podcasting trio. It's a general advice show for the modern era. For the modern era, <laughs> they uh, they take questions from Yahoo Answers and also from their listeners, and then they mostly don't answer them. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so if, if you enjoy the stuff that we're doing, you would almost definitely also enjoy that. Uh, and then and otherwise, it's got a lot of kind of NPR related shows and stuff, trying to you know learn some things about the universe. Freakonomics um, Radio Freakonomics is, is a great cool. one. Uh, Planet Money. Yep. Which is, it's sort of got a uh, economics or markets slant to it, but they do all kinds of really interesting stuff on Planet yeah. Money. Um, yeah, and How I Built This is a particular good one. Also good. probably of interest to listeners of this podcast. It's interviews with... Uh, people who have created really interesting companies mostly um, and kind of how they got there. And uh, it's very insightful. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you guys listen to podcasts on normal speed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what right, what do you go. do? You listen to them on half speed? Can't keep up, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I listen to them on 2x speed. Is that all? Yeah, but exactly. I also listen to a lot of comedy ones though too, and yeah, so comedy doesn't work. Timing, like timing, yeah. yeah. Oh, also the Adventure Zone. Yeah, oh, I listen to that that's one with the, my wife. That's though. the Dungeons and Dragons yeah. podcast of also by the the McElroy brothers who do my brother Brad mother with me. Yeah, it's amazing, particularly good. But I don't listen to that one in the car because I'm not allowed to. Only at home. With oh yeah, you don't you want to get ahead episode? Oh, yeah. It's like watching Game of Thrones. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Exactly. It's We're not basically Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Our next question comes from Alan Falcon. Who asks, what is your least favorite holiday and why do we yawn when others yawn? Well, this comes this back to that. This is a strange two-in-one. <laughs> Probably he was having, he, he was yawned. experiencing his least favorite holiday and he couldn't stop yawning because <laughs> it was so boring. You know, it's weird. If you just say the word yawn, it makes people yawn. Yeah, I bet, I was about I bet to, a bunch actually. of people on this podcast are yawning right now. <laughs> Did we do it? Did it work? About 900 people, people yawn. Just yawn. We just made people yawn. <laughs> We're just cloning. One time I was, <laughs> I saw, I saw something <laughs> that made me laugh so fucking hard. And it was, it was, I was uh, in high school. Okay. And Adam and I were uh, leaving, leaving the school. I was going to the parking lot and Adam was in a car, <laughs> whatever car he was driving at the time. I don't know. And he just drove, he drove past me, but he was yawning the whole time he was driving. <laughs> so from the outside, I just see Adam driving past for some reason with his mouth just fucking wide open the entire time he's driving. It's also possible I was screaming and had a really well soundproof view. Isn't it weird that how when you yawn, you have to like open your, you have to like unhinge your jaw. You know, it's like. Maybe it goes back to. Why can't you bars? yawn with your nose? Have you ever tried, oh, have you tried to do that? Like if you're talking to someone and you need to yawn, have you suppressed the yawn? <laughs> I'm sure someone else has had to have done this before, but if you're chatting so with someone, like goes up into your ears. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> your it, would just, it would be nice if you could just transfer it to another area. You're like, I want to yawn with my arm, right now. and you just kind of <laughs> like just, get, <laughs> just get it up in the air, get it back down, it out get that big. yawn out. Yeah, that kind of is what. Maybe just like is. do a squat. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yawns, and you just do a jumping jack, dude. If you uncontrollably <laughs> did squats, <laughs> that were also contagious. Yeah. <laughs> 
would be incredible. You just walk past. Contagious something boring is happening. Somebody next to you just starts squatting. <laughs> just start squatting. Sending the whole crowd. Everybody's just like... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we would all have such great thighs. Well, this gets into a fascinator's question for the week, which is, Seth, what does your workout routine look like? Is every day arm day? <laughs> Uh, how often do you skip leg days? What's your <laughs> diet like, etc.? So I consume 200 grams of protein a day. I do arm days and leg days equally. Is that on top of only eating meat or is that included in the only eating meat part of your diet? Uh, well, I do. I, I take a protein bar and then I use two steaks as like buns. Right. And then I... So does that total add up to 200 grams or... It's, well, it's at least 200 grams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to go for the one gram per pound of body weight idea. Plus, you weigh 200 pounds? Plus a little bit more. I was going to say. Yeah, I weigh about 180. <laughs> uh, and then, no, I do I do a lot of leg days. I just don't wear short shorts, so you can't, you know, see my... You can't see how rippling You can't see my rippling are. quads. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's like it's four days a week. Would you recommend for someone trying to uh, grow their guns mm-hmm. that high reps and low sets or high sets and low reps? Neither. Nice. What does that mean? Low number of sets, medium number of reps, but your final set should always be a failure set. Because much like life, you cannot you cannot advance in lifting unless you push yourself to the point of being incredibly uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? So you got to take that last set and you got to go as hard as you can. That's right. So you can't lift it anymore. And then you have a spotter. That's important. You have somebody with mm-hmm. you. And they take it and they save your life. And yeah. they put the bar back <laughs> right. on so you don't die. Yep. That's how you win. Yeah. Great. All right. Cool. I hope that was helpful. All right. Next question comes from another one who asks, what music do you listen to and does music influence your work in any way? Ooh, what do we? We listen to random shit. What were we listening to before we got in here? We, I don't know. It started going real weird. <laughs> I still... Only listen to the Crypt of the Necrodancer soundtrack. Yeah, Adam exclusively listens to that. Yeah, I listen to a lot. Sam listens to a lot of a uh, chill step kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, my working. favorite one has been the uh, un Pluto remix of the song "Ride" by Twenty One Pilots. There's a lot of words. That was a very confusing. Unlike, that was one thing. Unlike that was one, it's the Twenty One Pilots ride song, which everyone knows. Wait, it's like a thing on the radio. Twenty One Pilots ride. That's a song. Twenty Pilots is the artist. Ride is the song. Oh, but the song is part of I was like, pilots don't ride, correct. they pilot. That's it's stupid. the Unlike Pluto remix of, of that song. Of that song. You can find it on YouTube. So yeah, unlike, wait, is Unlike Pluto is the another group. artist? Yes, okay. that remixed it. <laughs> it was very confusing. It. it literally looks just like a smattering of... <laughs> <laughs> the first time so, I tried, because I, I randomly found it, and then I was like, I was oh, trying to remember it. I'm going to remember this. I was like, how no, the fuck? It's like one of those XKCD passwords. Yeah, yeah. 20, 21 Pilots Unlike Pluto Ride Remix. Yeah, that would like, have been a great password. It is no longer a great password. Or is it? Because it's impossible to remember. That's true. Put that in your last pass and you don't have to think about it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I listen to, what do I listen to? I, I've been using that uh, on Spotify. They've got the, the uh, like, you can make a playlist, and then under the playlist, they give you a bunch of recommendations mm. of shit. You can hit a refresh button, it'll give you just a whole bunch of stuff. I usually just hang out in that thing, because it's really weird stuff all the time. Is that where that, like, screaming beatbox came in right yeah. before we came in here? Yeah, it was, it was a super quiet, chill song, and then all of a sudden it just started screaming for no reason. <laughs> You just can't get that from regular music, you know? You got to go down to the weird part. Well, I think, I, you know, a lot of people do listen to uh, either either podcasts while they're, while they're doing work or audiobooks. Yeah, don't do or that. Or a bunch of different random songs. Um, yeah, I would highly, highly suggest just picking a song and playing it on repeat. Yeah. 
It's the, the best. It should, you should be trying to go into a Zen state, meaning mm. you actually don't want the music to influence you at all. Yes. Right. Mm. You want it, you want it to, or you want it to take away the rest of the world by immersing well, you. Well, the music in will influence something that you. becomes nonsense. So for example, you don't want to listen to super sad music on repeat. No, you should mostly listen to Turn Down for What. You should listen to something yeah. with a good beat that mm-hmm. do, it ideally doesn't have lyrics, but it's okay if it does, if it's on repeat and generally yeah. kind of mindless. Uh, listen to the same song over and over again, and that's it. I listened to a bunch of uh, Ariana Grande the other week. Yeah, great choice. I was listening Just to whatever. Alan Walker. That's, that's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's good, good repeat music. But yeah, the point is... I was listening to some Justin Bieber. Yeah. I'm not ashamed. The Beebs. The Beebs. His new stuff's pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> The bees. Is that his new thing? The yeah, it's actually is that what his new name is. <laughs> the most is I almost only listen to podcasts in the car now. Then I, I now I'm becoming increasingly out of touch with whatever is actually on mm-hmm. the radio. You know, so everyone's all I'll turn it on on a short drive or something and hear a new song. And I swear to God, every time I find out who the person was who was singing that song later, it's just it was Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's very every dynamic. Time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're like, oh, this is Ariana Grande. Like, no, it's no, just Justin Bieber again. Yeah. It's just, he's everywhere. You can't escape the beeps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <What's next? laughs> Did we get it? Did we answer it? I, I think, think we, we got it. Okay. Um, so the next question comes from Arkarnix, who asks, what's your most anticipated upcoming indie game? Ooh. Do you even know it's coming out? No. <laughs> Uh, well, how about this? What's an indie game that's coming up that you know about? We'll start with that. Oh, shit. I know about Astroneer. That one, yeah, that just came out. I access. don't know if I'm, in anti- I'm not anticipating it because I already have it now. Well, yeah, it's already in early access. So, so that, that's, yeah, I think that's part of the problem is most indie games, you really only discover once you can already get them. Yeah. Most of the time. Or they're being kickstarted or something. Although I can say Battleship Brigade. Oh, yeah. No. And even more so. I mean, that one's obviously top of the list yeah but then the other one is sneaky sasquatch mm. oh yeah has that been announced i don't know so we won't say anything else about it except that no, this amazing. is a game <laughs> that is amazing we don't even know who's making it what mm-hmm. even is it did we make know. it up nobody, nope. knows. nobody knows nda we signed one no we didn't no we didn't um <laughs> yeah so astroneer but it's already in early access so why do you think it is that we don't know what the hell's going on this is interesting. Because indie game developers are overwhelmed with just the act of making a game and marketing <laughs> and it. And those who aren't will never finish making a game. Whoa. Mm. I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> it means if you find yourself as an indie developer knowing anything about anything going on. Or making something that other people know about because you took time to let them know that it exists. You made a terrible mistake. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, marketing your games is really hard, and indies don't have the time or money to do it usually. So uh, they'll they'll go for a big marketing push like right at the time their game comes out. Like that's how we tend to do it as well. Yep. So it a little bit of a trickle and then a big push right at the time. Yeah, of it's not like you know Call of Duty '93, and you're like, oh yeah, this is gonna be so much better than '92, and you're hearing about it for <laughs> six months, and there's like a but also with those, subway ad with it, right? But also with those, the moment that you play one of those games like Fallout, you know there will be another Fallout in something like two years, right? And so it's kind of, you're just waiting for any signal whatsoever that this thing is going to happen. Actually, one of my, okay, there's one, Hmm. aside from Battle Chef Brigade, obviously. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, Quadrupus Rampage 2. I feel yeah. like that's going to be a pretty good one. Yeah, I've, although, heard, I've heard about this. Although uh, nobody knows what the actual title is going to be. Or what the game, or what the game like. is going to be like. <laughs> or what characters will be in it. Yeah. But, but it will be a game. I'm pretty excited for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That is the game I'm most excited about, truthfully. Aside from Battleship Brigade. Yeah, of course. Um, next question comes from Degeki, who asks, who came up with the thank you email sent after purchasing a butter-up? You should give them a 100% salary raise or a hearty congrats because that alone encouraged me to butter-up twice more after getting crashes on Steam already on iPhone. Hey, Sam, how about that uh, salary raise? I don't even remember if I Wait, did I you come even, up with it? I don't know. It was either me or Sam. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I don't know. I guess we should just both take it. I guess, we, I guess you guys both get it. <laughs> then we have to. So you should get it on this email, <laughs> thing, man. When do I get to write? Yeah, emails? Well, we, we talked about this a lot. Where we there was one. Uh, I think the verification email. Yeah, where we Adam pointed out. I think it was Adam pointed out that it sucked. So yep, we argued about it a bit, and he was like, "We should not send out things that suck. We should not send out things that are boring. They yep. should always be entertaining, even if it's a verification email. Yeah. Forgetting your B Scotch ID. So for people who if actually, somebody because they have to open a verification email, right? So yeah. you open a verification email, and you are entertained. You're gonna open. You're like, emails. whoa. That was good. That was a good email. <laughs> so you, you know, you have to uh, if you if you click on the verification thing, it's like putting a ring on. There's a ring, and you have to like click in it to to get to commit. Yeah, those of you to who make joined, a commitment to us and yeah. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Those of you who joined B Sketch ID a long are time married ago. to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's very this relationships get weirder and weirder. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We, we, the the general idea was that we wanted to take those those points where usually people are just kind of bored with whatever's happening or not being entertained. Which is most of the time. Which is most of the time. If yep. you look at, I mean, if you examine almost any any correspondence that you have to do with a business that's not about them selling you something. So where they're like, hey, here's your confirmation. This is boring as fuck. They, yeah, every verification. Everything, everything even when they're trying to sell do. you something. They, 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 like, they sand off stuff. all the edges because they want to make sure they're like, well, if we make a if we make a joke, people will take us seriously mm-hmm. or we might offend somebody by being humorous yeah. or whatever. Better rip out all that soul. What if we send an email to a person who hates laughter and yeah. then we lose that customer, you know? Yeah. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> we don't want that customer. <laughs> <laughs> So we, yeah, we we actually we rewrote the verification email, and then the next day, someone tweeted at us with a screenshot of it, and was like, "This is this verification amazing. email is so good." <laughs> um, you know, and I had to eat crow a bit because I've been arguing with Adam about it. I was like, mm-hmm. "I want to do it." Like, Turns do it. out, I was right on. I, you know what? I feel like this is the so when uh, when Sam and I we, when we moved into our house last year, we had been living in apartments with white walls mm. for like five All years. Of time, yeah. And when we moved in here, we were like, no more. And then we, we painted the walls <laughs> like every fucking color imaginable. Mm-hmm. So you go upstairs, like the kitchen is teal. The wall is fuchsia. Or the hallway is fuchsia. The living room is deep blue, you know. Uh, because I think like the longer you get exposed to just this. Just barren. Just barren. Everything is just completely as mundane and 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 what clean and neat as possible. And inoffensive. Yeah. Because I mean, that's why apartments paint their walls white. Right. And so I'd have beige carpets or whatever. And it's because it's so boring that nobody can be fired up about it. Yeah. You can be fired <laughs> up in an upset way about it. Right. You can be like, this is neutral. Yeah. If you walk in, in the apartment and the apartment walls are orange, you're like, whoa, I don't is, like, I orange. don't like orange. Right. But, <laughs> but if it's white, you don't notice it. Mm-hmm. So people are like, yeah, whatever. So we just kind of taking the opposite approach where we're like, we want to use this as a forward filter too. Like if you get our mm-hmm. verification email and you're like, Oh, never mind. This is dumb. I don't <laughs> want to click this ring. You're not going to like our games yeah. either. Yeah. We're just so saying we, we might trouble. as well just end that relationship right yep. there at that moment. Yeah. Be done with it. Well, there's interesting stuff in uh, in personality psychology too, which basically the rough idea is just that everything that you do, from your handwriting to the way you organize your room, the way you drive your car, everything, the way your gait, the way you talk, sort of is a, has like splashes of your personality just all over it. 
And so if you get enough of these points, where the whole the whole idea with metadata comes in. And the reason it's actually dangerous is because you can learn a ton, not only about what a person's interested in, but actually about how they kind of operate by examining their room, for example. So could you look at somebody's purchase history and then infer their voice Probably. to then make fake news items with having them say things they didn't actually say? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> These are very dangerous Easy. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, in, you know, we, there is a lot of that in, in the corporate corporate style is sort of just yeah. try to get rid of all that. And, you know, and we talked about in the previous episode, part, part of the reason why we put our faces on stuff, not because we care about our faces, but because we wanted to make a personal connection in a real way with people. And yeah. so part of that's just infusing everything with, frankly, some humor. And I mean, on like on our splash screen, like that's us singing it. Yeah. With Patrick mixed in there on the chorus. Yeah, keep right. us keep mm-hmm. it alive. <laughs> yeah, because he's a much better singer. So we mm-hmm. had to kind of just mix that. Yeah, he has there. this thing called uh being on pitch. Oh, that's it's pretty a, good. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. I'm gonna, get I'm, gonna, I'm gonna probably read about it for a while, read some books, do some research. Yeah. I'm gonna put I'm it sure on it'll my, just pan out. I think I'm gonna yeah. put on my resolutions for this year and then I'll just not do it. Yeah. Oh, did you guys make any? On your list, though. Did you guys yeah. make any resolutions? That I, made, I made quite a few. You talk. <laughs> wait, I, we got. To, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about resolutions because it's fucking. It's fucking New Year's. That's true. You know, uh, everybody makes resolutions to start doing things that they haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe. Actually, maybe yeah, we should do this. Let's do this as a as a podcast community. A, a pod community, <laughs> or just a pod. You I know, like a pod. You guys of, went there. Or how about a Comcast? A Comcast. No, no. As a as as a pod. Yeah. What what we should do? Because <laughs> every like probably a good portion of people made some resolutions this year, right? Where you're like, I'm gonna do a thing. I'm gonna start exercising. I'm gonna start this. Yeah. I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna finish this. Finish that. Instead, I think the key is, and this is what Seth and I were discussing and Adam a little bit when we were talking about resolutions a couple of days ago, is actually to instead decide what you're not gonna do this year. What you decide not- what you're not gonna do, and also figure out how you're gonna do the things you have been doing. Better, yeah, yeah. Um, because I think that's that's what we were talking about. Is I because I actually have every year, um, Diane and I write down our a burn list of things that we're just ready to fucking be done with in 2016, for example. Um, so for the past year, and then we burn that list, right? So you literally you, you write you it on paper, set it on fire, set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a safe place, and then we write the resolutions list. And so I have all of mine for the last four years. So really, your resolution should also be a burn list. It should be <laughs> a forward-facing right. burn list. But so, so I actually have all mine from the past four years. And so I got it out when we were about to do this on uh, on the 31st and was looking over it and uh, looked over 2016s. And then I was like, huh. And I pull it up and look over 2015s and 14s and 13s. I'm like, a lot of these are basically the same. Have I had and not accomplished the same things for four years? Yeah. Then do you really give do a fuck? Do I really give a fuck? And also, is <laughs> this approach? Is no. no, I think the question is also, is this approach the one that would actually get me to where I'm trying to Nope. Go? The answer is no. And that's why I think the resolution, the most important resolution to make is to decide what you're not doing. So this year, all Trim my resolutions. the fat of life. Exactly. All my resolutions are about not doing things. Every single one. So what are you going to not do? I'm not doing social media. Nice. Fuck that. Yeah. I think on, on actually on, on Sunday, on uh, New Year's Day, mm-hmm. we're all hanging out. We're talking about how stupid and shitty Facebook and Twitter are. <laughs> and during that conversation, my wife and I both were just like, yeah. And we just pulled out our phones and we just uninstalled both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. My life has not gotten any worse as a consequence. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I think a lot of it came from me from being on that boat for a week. Because you have no... You have no internet. You have no internet and you don't have any phone service. 
So you're actually completely disconnected. And Except you're actually more connected. I was. Oh, my God. To the world. I was thinking a lot more, and I was like, What's well, like those fucking Apple Watch commercials or whatever? They Like the, right. the Android wear and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, people are out there hiking out in the mountains. It's beautiful scenery and stuff. And then they're just staring at their Playing Flappy wrist. Bird. They're Playing like, hey, Flappy Bird the whole time. You got yeah. a text message, buddy. I know you're on a mountain enjoying a beautiful view, but I really want to make sure you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Google Glass, augmented reality, whatever. Oh, we know. Get it. Stop it. Stop, guys. Just mm-hmm. stop. So I think that's that's my challenge to the podcast. Maybe. What are you not going to do this year that you usually do? What are you not going to do? Cut it out. Yeah. Come up with like three things, four, ten things. Says, what are you not going to do this year? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do gray time. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Gray time is is mindless time where you're pretending to do multiple things at once. But really, really you're doing not. basically neither of them. Mm-hmm. This is what we talk about with not listening to audiobooks and stuff when you're doing things that are important. Yep. Yeah. You do the Because you're actually not listening to the audiobook and also not doing it. And you're audiobook. barely doing the thing yep. or not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 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 all about uh fully embrace it's it's the Ron Swanson philosophy. Don't half ass two things, whole ass one thing, mm-hmm. right? So there's a bunch of things on my list of things that I have been allowing to creep in and pull my attention away. So things like Reddit or, you know, watching YouTube videos or whatever. Um, These are things that are generally useless and you don't get anything meaningful out of them. You don't get human connection. Except fail videos. Fail videos are the only YouTube videos I watch. (laughs) Fail videos and Olin Rogers. Yeah, but again, again, those are sparse. But again, you got to be careful because there's so many of them. There are now. I only watch the ones from Fail Army. I have a I have a brand dedicated to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you got you got to figure out if you're gonna do it, you got to be aware that it's like one of those uh, one of those ants that digs a hole with slippery slopes on the edge, and then it just (laughs) fucking eats whatever (laughs) slips down the edge. You know, because once you start an ant lion, an ant lion, yeah. yeah. Once you start or sliding, once you start sliding down the walls of that funnel, oh boy, fucking ant lion's gonna get you. <laughs> so, also, you know, you should look up ant lions on YouTube and watch oh, some of those videos. Yeah, they're actually for like weird. six hours yeah. because there's thousands of hours of ant lion videos yeah. on YouTube. And I think, well, I mean, you know, people talk about you know mindfulness has been this big wave that came up in the last two years or so. Um, it really, everyone's just doing too many fucking things. Well, so mindfulness, it didn't used to really be that Because you give a thing. It could, why would it be a thing? It's what you're already doing. You couldn't doing. do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you, you when, when you didn't have people sticking a screen in your face all the time, <laughs> against your will most of the time, uh, then you just got to think about things. So, and this yeah. might sound weird coming from a company that literally makes things on that particular yeah. screen. And that has consumed 450 human <laughs> hours of time on that screen. And we yeah. hope they were focused, enjoyed moments. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like it's If you were focused. also watching Netflix. Oh, man, come on. Enjoy no, Crash Land. It's all about yeah. deciding to do a thing that you want to do, taking control of the moment, and doing that thing to the max. Let's talk right? about push notifications. Real quick. Oh, yeah. turn them off. Yeah, about how if an app sends you a push notification, you should just uninstall it. <laughs> yeah, either uninstall it or, or <laughs> if you on Android devices, if you just press and hold on it on the notification, it'll just open up the notification settings, and you can just hit off. Ooh, it will no longer tell you. I remember when we were first putting uh, crashes together, we were like, we should look into the push notification stuff from well, Game Maker. They, they do boost your revenue if you're a free game, of course, because you be good to be like, hey, your plant's done, and they boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they boost your you know engagement. Yeah. Um, and we were thinking about it. And we were like, oh, yeah, we should have it. So, you know, you plant a seed or whatever, and then uh, we'd have it take like an hour to, ha- to, to grow. Mm-hmm. And then 
when it's done, if you're not playing the game actively at the moment, then I'll send you a push notification. Be like, oh, your tree sprouted or whatever. And then we thought about it for another second and we were like, no. (laughs) If people don't want to play the game right now, then they don't have to. We're cool with it. It's a novel concept, Seth. Yeah. They should play the game when they want to. I think 2017 is going to be the year of the year of less. That was my brand this year. Last year was supposed to be the year of making stuff, which did not pan out very well. <laughs> oh, and this is the year of throwing stuff away. Yeah, and I can do that. I, I feel like I do a pretty good job of this in general, but I don't want to complain this year. Mm. Yeah. And so there was a, Sam. Sam was telling me yesterday about this. This, uh, so you're reading the book, was it Tools of Titans? Tools of Titans. Yeah. And there's this one, you should tell it. It's oh, yeah. This, so there's this uh, Navy guy. There's a few. So this is a book put together by Tim Ferriss, uh, who's the guy who does all these experiments on himself for various, trying to sort of be extremely productive. More like psychological experiments, not like lab sort of. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of them are health related stuff. So he does do a lot of weird, like he eats a lot of things. Oh. Vitamins, all sorts of weird shit. Putting stuff in his body, yeah, too. Yeah, he's actually doing that. But so a lot of them are psych-related. And uh, so there's a, a good number of really fun quotes in this book. And one of my favorite ones is from this Navy SEAL named Jocko, which is real. Which is also the name of our dad's uh, <laughs> 11-pound miniature dachshund. <laughs> yeah, it was very jarring to read that. We thought um, it was a dog name. We didn't know it was. But a- his, his, <laughs> actually first. his suggested uh, quote or idea for people to really grab a hold on is good. That's it. That's it. So when whatever someone, happens, you when just someone say says, good. Oh, you just got laid off from your job. Good. Yeah. I've been looking for more free time. <laughs> <laughs> or if they say, Hey, you know, cause in, in his example, of course it's all army and uh, like mission related stuff. It's always imperative things. And so, you know, if they needed to ask an officer for something and, and didn't get it, then he'd basically say, good. Now we can try this crazy thing. Or now Johnson's going to have to figure out how to put our boot soles back on with gum. Because yeah. And I feel like this is this is sort of the the game jam mentality, mm-hmm. right? Where someone's like, okay, you only have 48 hours to make a game. Good. You're on a team of strangers. Here's the, here's the restriction <laughs> you have to do it under. Yeah. Uh, and then you're going to use this software. You've never used it before. Good. Good. <laughs> this is going to be interesting, right? It's just a... Uh, it's the idea of, of just taking all of the just crazy shit that happens on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis and just kind of uh, like just relishing in it. Yeah. And just being like, fuck yeah, mm-hmm. this is going to be awesome. I'm going to make the most of it. Yeah. So that's what I want to try to hit that more. Yeah. Good. Good. All right, cool. Okay, next question. <laughs> uh, next question comes from... Did we answer it? I don't remember yeah, the question. Yeah, I think it was. Right. was. Our Carnix, who asks, uh, do we have anything special planned for the 100th podcast? Which is in twenty episodes, which is in twenty weeks, but I'm pretty sure we're not gonna be able to plan so that's anything. Five months? You guys got you guys Wait. we don't plan things very well. Let's be real. No, we don't. What could we what could we do? We, we could, could live do, record it. We could take Ooh, then it would just be worse. We could it take callers. We could take callers on the air. Ooh. We could <laughs> or, we could, or we could take but we could take callers not actually on the air though. Just take callers and then we could just choose the ones we want to so they're just the same. Do voicemails? Do voicemails and then we could Put the voicemail in, Ooh. but then pretend like we're answering it live. Yeah, mm. and we can argue with them. Yeah, and we'll be like, why would you respond <laughs> and then hang up? Yeah, what would you get? What would you? What would people even want to see for a hundred episodes? I want to do. I want to do a mega episode. What does that mean? Just a longer one, like an extra ten we're, minutes. We're, <laughs> well, we were actually talking the other day about how we need just a boom mic in the office because we frequently have just just ridiculous conversations. That if we could just have a button and be like, this is getting good. I'm going to hit the button and then be able to give <laughs> it out, you know, like, yeah, maybe we should have Patrick follow us. For I was going to say, actually, or we could have, or we could have just a more musical episode 
with and then and then have have Patrick, um, our sound guy, come in and infuse a lot more just music into everything. Maybe so we should very, pay him to just auto tune the entire sixty minutes. Into yeah, a song. we saw him do that with the jingle, the holiday jingle. That was yeah. incredible. Oh, here's what we could do: mm. we could release a family friendly episode. No, no, I'm just kidding. That's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to listen to that? No Families? one. Jeez. This podcast is not for children. We've been over this. Yeah. An yeah, hour ago. Like 80 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get it through your skull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think doing a, doing an extra long episode. Uh, I like the episodes where we just do just a question blitz mm-hmm. or something. It's usually fun. We need, yeah. They need to be definitely in the morning with caffeine. Around nine o'clock is usually the best time. Or in the like. evening, super drunk. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Or we we have oh. talked in the past about the prospect of trying to figure out a way to have guests on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But there's two layers of complication. One is the tech thing, because right now we're all in the same room. So we would need somebody sort of like on Skype or something. Mm-hmm. But in we can all somehow hear. But that didn't get picked up by the mics. So that they're piped into the device. Yeah. So I think the only way to do it would be to do something that would probably make Patrick's head explode, mm-hmm. which would be to get a computer, put them on Skype, and then put this, the uh, extra microphone we have in this room up to Next the speaker. To the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick would just start vomiting when he heard yeah, it. Yeah, he would just... He yeah. would just uh, well, that's a, what, what's the other problem, though? Uh, the other problem is that it would just be... It would just We don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, you got a plan. You got a plan. It, it, it adds administrative layers. Yeah, we have to go find people to be guests. Well, there's out a third one. Schedule it, which yeah. is if we then interview somebody and it's a bad interview, mm. then what do we do? Just throw the podcast episode away and skip a week? Just burn the yeah. basement down. Yeah. Yeah. What if we I'll invite somebody on who we thought they were super nice and then they start saying just a bunch of racist stuff? Yeah. What about that? Now, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. People, what dangerous. do we do? It's dangerous to let people into your lives. Yep. You should not <laughs> stay trust at home. Anyone. Just why do you think we podcast in a basement storage room? <laughs> we got to make sure we're as far away from other humans as possible. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we never answered the question of what's the most boring holiday. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it was that weird two-part question with yeah. unrelated questions. This is the danger, folks, of asking two-part questions. Mm-hmm. Is we might miss the one of them. The most boring holiday is... Basically all of Co- them. Well, Columbus Day. Columbus Day is the most horrible holiday. Yeah, yeah. well, actually, it's no, very also, interesting because of how horrible it is. So I would not say it's boring. Okay, so how about Labor Day? What's that one? There's a there's a few. That's, kind of, that's where you just that's don't the, work. but that's the most amusing because you're celebrating labor by not working. Yeah. What about President's Day? That one's why is that a thing? I don't even know what the holidays are. What about? I don't know when they are. <laughs> I know that they are. Well, someone <laughs> someone informed us that there's. Uh, what MLK Day is coming up next, mm-hmm. next Monday, I believe. Yeah, because we don't look at our schedules more than a day in advance. Yeah, <laughs> we just never know. <laughs> it's or happening. even sometimes on the day. Yeah. Yep. I had a call this morning that I saw two minutes before I had to be on the call this morning. <laughs> Super on top of my game recently. Yeah. But, but Seth yes. saw a call two minutes after. <laughs> oh, we're supposed yeah. to be on a call yeah. this yeah. afternoon. But yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. It's it's time. Time. So we barely know what minute it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what holiday is the most boring. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I, I mean it's what you make of it, right? Yeah. I mean it on Easter. Easter is fucking awesome. Yeah. To me, because, it's the ones that I just everywhere you ignore. go, it's Cadbury mini eggs. Yeah. Just everywhere. Halloween's right? good because everyone's creepy and weird. Yeah. It's good. There's yep. candy. And you just like for like on Halloween, you used to be like, I'm gonna paint my whole body orange and wear a leotard. Everyone's like, yes, and go, great. To, go to the store. And people are like, oh. If you show up not completely painted in orange. It's like, who's this weirdo? Wow, weirdo. Get this weirdo out of my <laughs> store. 
Where's your leotard? I don't know. I guess the best answer to this is most boring holidays are the ones that we don't even remember or know about. Yeah. Yeah. They're so boring, not even They're on the so list. They're so boring. We've never even heard of them. Yeah. All cool. Right. I think that's it for this podcast. Yeah. yeah. If you want to ask more questions, go to podcast.bscotch.net. We also have a survey you can fill out, which is at we'll probably also there. There. <laughs> we'll probably Two. pull it down get, after another week or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's also, or you can also get to it at bit.ly slash jorts. Why? Nope. <laughs> nope. Slash YCWB, except the Y <laughs> is the word spelled out. It's W H Y C W B. The word double spelled out and then. The, the letter H also spelled out, but it's the sheep type. It's a double <laughs> e, U, and then B is in the insect. Yeah. B is in the insect. <laughs> if, if you if you can't figure that out, I don't even I can't even help you. Uh, yeah, you're beyond redemption. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. bye.